Is it really more beneficial to follow, don't worry, be happy, than it is to accept, don't worry, be content? As we move forward in life, is it all about being happy or is being content a more realistic goal? Happiness can be so fleeting and is dependent on quite a few factors. This podcast is my response to an article written by my Qigong master and Kung Fu master John Monroe. It's entitled, quote, The Curse of Always Being Happy, end quote. You can find it on YouTube under Long White Cloud Qigong. This is a subject that I have been personally thinking about, as I said, for quite a while. And I've reached a point of contentment about it. For me, there's no light without dark, no up without down, no yin without yang, hot, cold, day, night, right, left. It's when we are stuck in our emotions that it becomes a huge challenge. When the pendulum swings so wildly one way, it will swing wildly in another. We can talk incessantly about being happy and looking for happiness, but what about the ease of being content? A very mild, pleasant sensation, much like the theory of neutral, which is talked about in the article. Have you ever noticed how feeling ecstatic can make your heart race and your actions very amplified? Have you also noticed how anxiety, too, can make your heart race, make you frenetic, or active in an entirely different way? These are both still very heightened states of emotional or physical response. Being more neutral helps us remain more unattached in differing situations. Look at it as going with the flow. As teachers, it's crucial that we go with the flow. No two classes are the same. No students are the same. No responses to the material are the same. Remaining flexible in these environments makes for better classes and better teachers. If we are constantly in states of heightened emotions, it's not good for us or for our students. Put on a happy face or don't worry, be happy to me, may not always be the best course of action. We have all known someone who just puts on a happy face all the time. They are exhausted putting up a happy front, but they are not truly happy inside. Do they feel they need to maintain this facade because that's what they feel is expected of them? And unfortunately, that is classic people-pleasing behavior. Everyone has a less than perfect day. All the teachers we look up to, Gandhi, Dalai Lama, Desmond Tutu, Martin Luther King Jr., expressed and expressed themselves sometimes with passion, sometimes with dismay. However, there's still a calm running parallel to that expression. There, there may be anger, frustration, pain, elation, jubilation, and ecstasy but the way it's expressed is gently, lovingly, firmly with reserve and self-control. Additionally, as teachers in the healing arts, we can put so much pressure on ourselves. We want to be a perfect example. Or our students and critics put a lot of pressure on us to be perfect. Granted, 
that's more about them than it is about the teacher, but the pressure's still there nonetheless. It takes a strong, confident, self-aware teacher to remain unaffected by this external pressure. Why put immeasurable pressure on ourselves to be others' idea of perfection and adopt that as our idea of perfection? To walk, talk, live and breathe as we feel or have been pressured to feel is as the perfect master guru or whatever you choose to label or not label. It's, it's completely unnecessary and counterproductive. It's a really tough role to play in today's world. When we develop our emotions to be expressed, expressed in a more serene, calm, and composed manner, our existence will follow suit. If we can have the self-discipline to enjoy the middle ground instead of the tumultuous highs and lows, imagine how much more peaceful our lives can be. The old story of the monk facing every situation by saying, we shall see, may be one of the best examples for a content life. So be like the monk and don't worry, be content. Thanks so much for listening. Be good to yourself. And I'll be talking to you again really, really soon.